Hi and welcome to this week's episode of The Dart Show where we will be having a look at the final stages of the Premier League World World Seniors Darts Championship and then I'll be giving my thoughts on where Australian darts stand today. Hi and welcome to this episode of The Dart Show. I'm Pete George, your host, and welcome and thank you for um, listening to the last show and all the other shows. Uh, We're we're pretty uh, stoked with the following that we're getting. So once again, thank you and make sure you follow us on all the platforms. Uh, That's Spotify, Podcast, Apple Podcast, and uh, all your social media, we're on there as well. So let's get into the show and let's have a talk about the Premier League. Uh, it's at the final stages. Um, on top is MVG. He's played well over the last couple of nights to put him up there. Uh, and then you've got Nathan Aspinall, Dimitri Vandenberg and Johnny Clayton and Jose D'Souza fighting out for the four. Um, so once again, it's going to be on Foxtel and KO. So if you've got those... Um, you'll be able to watch, I think, uh, just the scoring on uh, Dart Connect. And if you go to livedarts.com.au, you'll be able to follow the scoring in action on there. So uh, it all kicks off Australia time on uh, Tuesday, May the 25th, uh, early morning. Uh, the first match up will be Johnny Clayton versus Gary Anderson. I think Johnny Clayton will win that. Uh, then Jose de Souza against Dimitri Vandenberg. I think Dimitri will win that. Nathan Aspinall versus Michael Van Gogh, and I can't split those two, so I've gone for a draw. James Wade over Peter Wright, and I think Peter Wright might win that. Then we go to the 26th. Uh, James Wade and Nathan Aspinall. Aspinall will win that. Johnny Clayton, Jose de Souza, and I think Jose will win that one. Uh, Gary Anderson and Michael Van Gerwen, I think MVG will win that. And then Peter Wright and Dimitri, and Dimitri will win that. Then on Thursday, uh, if you're still in for the marathon, uh, Johnny Clayton and Peter Wright, Johnny Clayton will win that. Um, James Wade and Dimitri Vandenberg, and I think James Wade will win this. He's uh, got a little bit of wood over uh, Dimitri. And then um, we will... Um, have a look at uh, Nathan Aspinall, Gary Anderson. Nathan Aspinall will win that one. And then Jose D'Souza and Michael Van Gerwen. And I think MVG will win that. And then Friday night um, is the last of the round robin matches. And Gary Anderson and James Wade. Gary Anderson will win that. Nathan Aspinall over Jose D'Souza. Uh, Peter Wright and Michael Van Gogh and MVG will win that. And then I think Johnny Clayton will beat Dimitri. So the final four for me will be MVG, Dimitri, Johnny Clayton and uh, the Asp, Nathan Aspinall. Um, if I've got my numbers right and it all works out as I put it, uh, MVG will play Dimitri and Johnny Clayton will play Nathan and I think Michael will win and Nathan will win. which will then put uh, the final Michael Van Gogh and Nathan Aspinall and MVG will win it. Uh, something sparked him off. 
uh, MVG, and I think it's going to carry through. So let's see how I go there. <coughs> Make sure you um, join in and put some comments down um, on the social and let us know what your thoughts are, who's going to win um, the Premier League. And one of the exciting things that is coming up in um, darts is the World Seniors Darts Championship. And that's going to be uh, held uh, on the 3rd to the 6th of February at Circus Tavern. Um, if you're new to darts, it's one of the well-known older places uh, where the World Championship used to be played. Um, and all of these guys and maybe a girl, well, there is there, trainers in there, uh, will be um, going back to uh, there to play, which is great. Hopefully they'll be able to get some television coverage and we'll be able to see it here in Australia because there's a lot of new darts fans that wouldn't have seen some of the players that we'll list out that will um, uh, play. So, um, yeah, that'll be great. So in it's a 24-man field. Um, 22 of the 24 um, have been uh, already put into the provisional field. There's one that I don't know uh, if he'll play or not. He's hard to want him to play, but uh, that's uh, Tony David. Um, and from what I've read, it looks like Tita Hedman may be sitting there waiting to take his spot. Now, the last two spots... Um, they're doing a qualifying event in the UK which will be held over November 13, 14 and it's open to any player over the age of 50 and that'll fill in that 22 and 20, uh, 23 and 24 spot. So the provisional field is Phil Taylor, Martin Adams, Ted Henke, Keith Deller, Bob Anderson, John Lowe, Andy Fordham, John Walton, Wayne Warren, which is great, great for Wayne, uh, he's the current BDO and will be always the final BDO uh, world champ. John Part, uh, he's a world champion as well. Richie Burnett, Tony David, I've mentioned him. Les Wallace, Trina Gulliver, uh, ac- absolute brilliant female data. Tony A. Shea, uh, the mad Irishman. If you go and have a look at his shirt, it's a ripper. It's got the Joker on it and he's even got the Joker face masks going. So... Um, for, for COVID, so he's doing pretty well. Kevin Painter, Terry Jenkins, Peter Manley, Robert Thornton, Roland Shotland, Paul Lim, the great man himself, and Daryl Finton. And as I said, the last two places will be for qualifiers. So that's going to be uh, interesting to see in November. Um, tickets are available for, for all the English people to go and have a watch and I think that'll be um, a great thing for the sport as it was for uh, golf with the the seniors tour. So hopefully it'll um, move to uh, that sort of level and we can all enjoy um, the the data that a bit more mature the most. And, you know, if you have a look at the PDC, there's players over 50 there, Uh, RVB, Peter Wright, uh, I think Gary Anderson may be getting close, but there's a few in there um, that'll be able to, in time, um, move across to this league, which is good. Now, one of the things that um, we are fortunate to have is a, a great sponsor. So let's hear from them. 
Bullseye Darts and Q Sport are Queensland's leading darts and Q Sport store, located at Shop 536 Computer Road in Yatla, between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. You can get friendly and knowledgeable advice from Luke and Denise. The store is open Tuesday to Saturday from 10 till 4. They also have an extensive online store that offers a comprehensive range of darts and Q Sports gear, and there is free shipping on all orders over $30 Australia-wide. Their product range is vast and has all the leading brands as well as some of the brands you may not know yet but can try in store. Have any questions? Feel free to call Luke and Denise on 1300 557 767 or visit their online store at bullseyedarts.com.au. Hi and welcome back to the show. Um, In this... Uh, section about darts in Australia. Uh, Go to preface it with a, a couple of things and then get into it. Um, first thing is, uh, I've done a lot in sport, but I've never been in administration, and it is a thankless task. And um, you know, I appreciate everybody that volunteers at sports clubs, etc. Um, but I've been pondering on this for a while, um, even though I haven't been around darts for a long time. I've been around sports for many a long time so the question i pose is grassroots uh, darts is it dying uh, since covid and the acceptance of online darts i believe new players have dropped off in australia clubs may say their numbers have grown but it is just a shift from one club to another here in queensland the elite players are well covered with the dpa and darts queensland but it's the latter's responsibility to grow the grassroots level Nowhere can I see a strategy that reflects their their goal, which is encourage the promotion and foster the sport of darts for all ages throughout Queensland. If I were a new player and wanting to find a club, I would struggle to find a place to play quickly, except for Darts Western Australia, where their website is exceptional. We forget that darts is a niche sport that is highly inclusive and offers people an outlet and a learning experience. Searching the web and finding websites, it looks like the problem is too hard to find. And that is from a user point of view. Um, There's nothing really with direction to help new players come along. And all of this starts at the top. Only uh, one focus that I could see when I found the websites is on the elite part of the game. For the sport to be viable and grow, you have to encourage people to play and turn up every week and make clubs viable. One of the things I do is research uh, keywords for websites and the three most common dart searches on Google are darts clubs, darts rules and darts Brisbane. Why darts Brisbane? I don't know, but that's where it is. Then when you find a site, nothing about clubs. Yes, there is affiliates, zones and all of that kind of stuff, but nothing to encourage people to join a club or to find a club or understand where uh, darts is played. Uh, so, um, the other thing I found on the Darts Australia website was their strategic plan, and their strategic plan ended in 2017, so what's happened between now and then, uh, it needs to be a constant document, and all of their direction documents finished in 2018, so um, to me that's just philandering along. So how's it done? To have one direction from 
Darts Australia means that all states have to follow that direction driven by the overriding body. Its first port of contact is for the new player looking for a club anywhere in Australia. So that's, to me, where Darts Australia come into it. Uh, there is unity in the look and feel across all platforms. The clubs do their, their best. Uh, they need assistance in marketing the sport and engaging the elite players with new players. The clubs have no restrictions on when and how they run their club with guidance from state bodies, not control from state bodies. Affiliate clubs need to get value for money, for the, for the money that they contribute to the sport and also that sponsors get well represented across the board. I would look at a board sponsor, as in dartboard sponsor, um, and let them uh, put a price out there for clubs, and that is one of the only fixed rules that all clubs must use that dart sponsor. Uh, Some attitudes have to uh, change in a a couple of areas. The main one is scoring, I think. Um, It is now accepted that uh, everything is digital, and darts is no different and we've got the beauty of dark connect and that should be um part of being an affiliated club with darts australia darts queensland or any of the darts associations and then there's no excuses for people like me even i still get nervous scoring and you know it just takes another hurdle out of a sport because the beauty of Darts is, it's the cheapest sport to enter into uh, from a membership point of view as well as equipment point of view. And if you go down the electronic part, then you have the ease of um, averages and everything like that that goes along with it. Um, And just a few things that, you know, I think that would be good to help um, promote the sport Uh, especially now with uh, streaming and things like that, that at least one board at a major event uh, is televised on social media and it's not that hard to do. Um, It's it's quite a simple process and can be quite effective in marketing the sport. One thing I do know is that the adage that we tried this before and it doesn't work, well, that doesn't ring true. You've got to keep on trying and promoting um, the sport as much as you can. Um, One of the things that I will say is that darts is very, very similar to golf in the way that it's played and also in the way um, that it needs to be promoted. Um, So, yeah, it's quite unique there. And the one thing I have found about uh, out about darts is that it's a very tight-knit group and, you know, they, they just love the game, um, you know, just like I do. And I can talk about this subject for hours on, you know, ideas and, you know, different approaches to get the sport uh, to the level it should be. Um, and as I just said, then all I wish is that the sport grows in Australia to the point that our game is on Foxtel as well as the overseas games, that non-elite players have a shot at competitions, uh, just like golf has with their pennant comps. And, um, yeah, they have three divisions in in uh, golf, A-grade, B-grade and C-grade. And 
Um, they have the same independent comps and it's all done on handicap and it can be done the same on our averages if we went down that path. There is, uh, I think there could be a possibility that there's an actual club competition in each state like bowls and all other sports have on a Saturday which is an actual home and away with divisions. We forget that we uh, accept that the game is played during the week because that's what it's always been. That both people see sports as a, a weekend event and, um, you know, you can encourage, you know, more people to play. And then um, the, the last bit is that we need to band together and work as one, as darts, like golf has, and once it, it gets you, it gets you, and, you know, people may listen to this and think I'm being critical of darts. No, um, as I said earlier, everyone's volunteer, but what I am critical of some of the restrictions that are put on clubs, and that's my major beef. Um, but, yeah, there's ways to get this sport to a level that it, it should and could be. So, yeah, this is my little uh, opinion of the of the week on, on the podcast. And um, thanks for listening to that part. To finish off the show, um, I just want to – I took uh, or purchased a, a couple of things and, and one of them was the uh, Shots uh, Carpet Dart Mat. Now, I know – Mats aren't too sexy, but this thing is. It's a, it's a great mat. It's, um, as I said, it's got carpet. Oh, it's a carpet mat, latex uh, rubber back. I have uh, set up in the garage. You'll see that when I start uh, doing videos, which we'll be introducing uh, probably the second week of June. Um, so video reviews and interviews. Um, but. The beauty of this is it's three metres by one metre. So the standard rubber dart mat's about seven or 600. They're about 650. They're about wide. This is a lot wider, so it catches more darts. And to be honest, it's it, it just feels good to practice on. Um, so highly recommend it. Yes, they are a little bit dear. I think they're around about the $130 mark in Australia compared to around about the 100 um in a rubber mat um but it's well worth the extra in in my opinion so um fairly soon we'll be doing a, a full review on that and also the shots banded dartboard um i'm just giving it a fair fair uh, whack at the moment to see how it is but on initial things a good board easy to set up comes with everything you need so um We'll be reviewing that as well. So once again, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you uh, subscribe to the website. So go to um, thedartsplace.com.au because uh, subscribers there will be going into June's competition. Um, and stay tuned for what that is going to be because it's going to be a pretty good and handy sort of prize. And... Follow us on all the social platforms. Um, most of them are the Darts Place, except for, I think it's uh, Instagram, which is dartsplace.com.au. But, um, so that's the show for this week. Uh, thanks for your support so far. 
Uh, we're growing slowly, so make sure you share it with all your friends. Um, and, you know, I put out a, a post about where you listen to or watch uh, anything on darts, and thanks for the support on that. Feedback is good. If there's any topics you'd like us to have a look at and chat about, we're more than happy for feedback. So once again, thanks for listening to the show. And as always say, coming up to the weekend, if you're playing, have a good time. If you're not playing, practice hard.